In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who cometh in the name of the Lord. Today, the King has come to our streets. He has come to not only the streets of the Holy Land, but he has come to our streets. And when he comes, he marks for us a well-worn path to follow him in the days to come. For he is on a journey that is beginning this day. He is on a journey, a passage, if you will, a Passover to Pascha. And today he invites each one of us, each one of us, to accompany him during this Holy Week. He invites each one of us to follow in his steps in the path in which he is about to take, step by step, close to Jesus himself. The Blessed Father Alexander Schmemann taught us that insofar as we enter into the services of Holy Week, we will be changed. Insofar as you enter the services of Holy Week, you will be changed. Now, I don't know about you all, but there's an awful lot in my life that this Lent I found still needs to be changed. One more week. We will be changed. If we desire Pascha, if we truly desire Pascha, if we truly want to pass over, it will be by the path that Jesus himself takes this week. Now you have a map of that path in your bulletin this morning. The map of that path to Pascha is the schedule of the services of Holy Week that you each have. Now, if you come into a, a Roman Catholic church, they have something that um, I, I actually think is quite lovely. Around where we have the festal icons, you will see uh, the icons up at the top up there, you will see in a Roman Catholic Church in that place the twelve stations of the cross. And each one of those stations marks a step on the path of Holy Week. I read one author who said it's a sort of twelve-step program for the salvation of the world. And to pilgrims on that path in Jerusalem... In Jerusalem, it is known as the Via Dolorosa, the path of suffering. And the question that we must ask this morning as we come to that path is do we have the courage to follow on that path ourselves this week? Do we desire the change of Pascha? Do we desire to pass over enough to move beyond the fickle crowd that is by the side of the road? And when that crowd that is by the side of the road shouting, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, 
when that fickle crowd changes into a mob, do we that day hide our palms? Do we deny or do we continue to stay on the path following Jesus? Yesterday, as Jesus wept over the grave of Lazarus, he proved love not only for dead Lazarus, but he proved his love for all of us who are likewise subject to corruption. And when he raised up Lazarus yesterday, he showed the possibility of Pascha for each one of us. Think of that the possibility of Pascha for yourself. He arose, so might we. So that is why we cry out with the children, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We might have Pascha because of this Lord who has come. But to save us, to save us, this king must become a suffering bridegroom. Tonight, Monday, and Tuesday night, the icon that will be set before us is the icon of the suffering bridegroom. And it is set before us on those nights that we might watch and pray. And as the hymnody says, Take care, O my soul. Take care, O my soul. Do we really want Pascha? If we want Pascha, we must take care in our souls. If we have the courage to take this step, we will be changed. Yet if the seed is not planted, it bears no fruit. Yet the seed is planted. We will see the seed planted if we take these steps. We will see the seed planted with a sure and certain hope of the resurrection. We will have the divine liturgy of the pre-sanctified gifts appointed for Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday to nourish and encourage us for the difficult journey. So we are also encouraged Wednesday night with the service of holy unction, where the faithful are anointed for the healing of body, soul, and spirit. Our dearest Lord Jesus knows our every infirmity. He knows it for he has become one of us. He knows it because he has taken it on to himself. He knows it because he has had the pain of the sufferings that you feel in this life. And as Jesus loved his disciples, he loves them and all of us to the very last. Thursday morning, he who sits on the clouds, he who washes the world, stoops. He stoops to wash the dirty feet of his people. Our feet may become dusty on that journey, but he stoops to wash our feet and to encourage us. We enter that day into the moment, the eternal moment, of the institution liturgy, where he teaches us to do what it is that we're doing today, where he takes bread and he takes wine and shows us what to do with them. 
And again, we are reminded of the words of Father Alexander, that in Eucharist, the whole creation was to be sanctified. Yet we live in a world that seems to have gone mad. And in this week, we will see more painfully that madness as we move down the road from feast toward the cross. Thursday evening, in the service of the Passion Gospels, we will stand upright to hear the whole telling of it with the mocking and the scourging and the hammer and the nails stinging in our ears, we will see the icon of the body of Christ taken from the altar and suspended on the Holy Cross in the center of the church. You will see here in this week, on that day, more clearly than anywhere else, how great a price has been paid for your salvation. You will see it in a way that no Hollywood movie could show you, no matter how brutal, no matter how vivid. You will see it in a way that will penetrate your heart. You must be there with the Lord in his passion. You must not miss that. On Great and Holy Friday, we will see the darkness revealed in its terrible reality as the unholy law of this world. And in the hours, we will cry for mercy. But we will be given hope there as we cry for mercy. We will be given hope there in the Psalms that we need not be afraid of the sickness that destroyeth at the noonday. And in the burial vespers that afternoon, the earth quakes, the sky is darkened, and the veil is rent. It is as if the world is ending. And indeed, the fallen world is ending in that moment. In the mystery of his death, we begin to behold that death itself is being destroyed on this path. Yet Friday night, we will weep and keep vigil at his tomb. And then on great and holy Saturday, though we see the Son of God resting in the tomb, and the day will begin with a funeral lamentation, the dirge is being transformed into a triumph. In the canon we will hear, let all born on earth rejoice. The Alleluia voices introduce the Paschal message, let God arise, let his enemies be scattered. Such a wonderful day it will be for baptisms. Though it is a day that falls in a sense between death and resurrection, Saturday is a day, great and holy Saturday, when Father Alexander tells us, we wait in love, hope, and faith. Little by little, everything in the world is becoming transparent to the light. The image of the world passes away. Are we not always in this middle day waiting the Pascha of Christ, preparing ourselves for the day without evening of his kingdom? 
we prepare, we are fulfilled. The path will prepare you for the fulfillment. Preparation for fulfillment is the journey of this holy week that we have come to. Though those who come in at the eleventh hour will be received at the Paschal Feast, those who come in at the eleventh and a half hour will be received at the Paschal Feast. Those who come in at the eleventh and three-quarter hour will be received at the Paschal Feast, along with those who have labored from the very first hour. Wouldn't you want to be with Jesus in his journey this week at every step along the path and not miss one of them? Four. Inasmuch as we follow close to our Lord in his steps through the services of this week, in the darkness of next Sunday morning, in the blackness, the darkness, when we begin to take light from light, when we begin to take that light that can never be overtaken by the night, light from light, one by one, when we take that light, we just might see in that light that we have been changed along the way. Let us take up that journey together, and to him be all glory. Amen.